What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com lifestyle, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Owen. Owen, and my What If question is, what if zombies were kind to people and they didn't do do anything to them? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ah, Owen, what a cool question. I have always hoped that, in real life, zombies would be kind. I mean, not that zombies are real, right? I hope they're not. Well, if they are, I hope that they're kind. Well, Owen, I can't wait to get right to your story. Hold on there a second, Mr. Eric. Oh, Petey the Pirate. Man, I haven't seen you in a while. Welcome back to the studio. Hey. I come because I hear you're starting to do interview questions submitted by kids. But how are they supposed to know what kinds of questions to ask if you don't give them an example? Oh, I I don't know. I mean, our listeners are very creative, but you raise a good point, Petey. So do you have some questions for yourself? Mr. Eric, that is not how an interview works. Oh, right. Okay, so I'll come up with a question. Um, when did you first know that you were a pirate? What? Well, I I mean, were you born a pirate? Or did you, like, choose to become a pirate? I, I, I don't know how it works. Well, of course I was born a pirate. When I came out into the world, I was already battling a shark with a dagger from my teeth. Wow, that that must have been really hard for you. Yo-ho, indeed it was. And why is it that pirates always wear bandanas over their heads, even if they're wearing a hat over the bandana? Oh, that one's easy. It collects all the sweat so it doesn't get into our eyes and... Petey, when you 
just adjusted your bandana, your whole hair moved. Oh, it's nonsense. Petey, are you wearing a wig? Of course not. I've always had these long, beautiful dreadlocks since the moment I was born. A squid thought that I was its baby, in fact, and I had to battle it off. While battling a shark at the same time? Aye, a shark and a squid, and I was only three minutes old. Petey, I don't quite believe you. Mr. Eric, it's what-if world. Anything's possible, you know that. Okay, okay, but I still think you're wearing a wig. I'm not, uh, but I do have to go and uh, just glue something really quickly. Not a wig or anything. It's a pasta-neutral pirate ship I'm I'm making for you. Oh, Petey, that would be really great. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being bald. Bald? (laughs) I'm going to get out of here. Okay, see you later, Pete. Folks at home, we're taking questions of all kinds, just in case your kid has been waiting a little while on a story or is a little nervous about asking a story question. You could ask a question for Abacus P. Grumbler, the wizard, P.D. the pirate, Fair Elise, the fairy, Spiffy, the space fairy, Mama Jamma, Papa Lou, Zack and Zizi, Harrigo, the tree... You could ask a question for Count Cacula or Ferravarius, the violin-playing ferret. You could even ask me a question. Remember, the more we hear your voice, the better our stories and our podcast gets. And Owen, don't think I forgot about you for one second. Let's get to your story. What if zombies were kind to people? For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find The Past and the Curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. It was spring in What If World, and that meant things were starting to heat up. Flowers were blooming, crops were growing, and kids were getting spring break. 
Zach and Zizi were no exception. Mom, Dad, I really want to go to Zombria for our, our spring break. Zombria? <laughs> what? Yeah, after all that great zombie protesting I did. One, two, three, four. We don't want zombies anymore. Five, six, seven, eight. Zombie neighbors would be great. Let's do it. Mama Gemma, do you always have to undercut my chance? Oh, your chants are mean. If Zack wants to go to Zombria, well, you know, I guess we should check with Zizi. Oh, well, it is Zack's turn to pick. Oh, when's it gonna be my turn? Papa Lo, you promised to pick last so we can all finally go to your boring old stamp factory. I'm telling you, you kids are gonna love the stamp factory. I mean, you can get lost in there for days and I days. I really wanna go to Zombria. But you know zombies are terribly dangerous. Well, actually, an article in the New What Times recently that said that are zombies cool. are re- The sooner we do this, the sooner you get to go to your stamp factory. All right, all right, if it'll get you all to just pipe down, we can go to Zombria. Or we're buying ten bottles of Zomblock on the way. Zombria was a pretty old town. It had been around for over a hundred years. And a lot of the houses looked a little run down, like they could use a paint job. But other than that, and the fact that there were zombies walking around, it didn't seem much different from any town you may have visited. Alright kids, keep the windows rolled up, and put on your zomblock. Now I'm only promising you one night here, okay? Okay, Dad. And what do you say if someone asks to eat your brains? No, no thank, thank you. you. Oh, honey, quit trying to spoke them. Zombies are nice. They pulled into the old bed and breakfast. It was a big house with a sign up front that said, Hugs and Puppies. Ah, with a name like that, it's gotta be a friendly place. We'll see. They parked the car in the little lot and walked right up to the door. And remember, kids, don't invite them in or else they could... Dad, invitations are a vampire thing. Besides, I think they need to invite us in. We're the strangers here. The door opened with a creak. And there was a tall, smiling zombie wearing a nice button-down shirt and holding a puppy. Brains, 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 brains. Well, that's it. Let's get out of here, kids. Papaloo dropped their luggage, picked up the kids, and ran for the car. Oh no, I've left Mama Jamma behind. He looked back to see her laughing and smiling as she held that puppy and it licked her face. Dad, I don't think we're in any danger. Shows what you know. That zombie puppy is gonna, is gonna... Lick Mom's face. Oh, Papa Lou, come here. Zach's easy. The three of them walked back up, but Papa Lou was spraying them with a cloud of zomblock. The zombie opened its arms wide. Brains! Ah, He's coming for us for sure! Oh, excuse me. I didn't realize you didn't speak zombie. See, honey, he was just speaking zombie. Oh, oh, how do you say my name in zombie? Oh, what's your name? Zack. Well, that's a fine zombie name. But in zombie, it's called... Brains. Oh, do me, do me. My name's Mama Jamma. Brains, brains. <laughs> All right, I guess. Tell me how to say 
Papa Lou and Zombie. Papa Lou. Yeah, but say it in Zombie. Papa Lou. What? I'm sorry, there's no good translation for your name. Just say, like, Brains Brains Brains. I do not dance on cheese logs. Oh, Dad, your zombie is off. Oh, come on. All he says is brains. Dad, you just said his mother looks like a squirrel. Oh, jeez. Well, will you tell him I'm sorry? I understand English. Most zombies bilingual. Oh, please pardon my Lou. The only thing bigger than his mouth is his foot when he sticks it in there. He eat feet? How barbaric. No, sticking your foot in your mouth is a figure of speech. You, on the other hand, eat brains! No, no, no. Figure of speech. Let me show you two rooms and give you hugs. I hear zombies give the best hugs. Well, I don't think so, said Papaloo, spraying Zomblock all over everyone in the family. Ugh, that gives me bad allergies. It's my right as a what-if-again to spray what I want, when I want, who I want. Oh, give me that spray, said Mamma Jamma, and she snatched the Zomblock away from Papaloo. Aw, oh, shucks. Okay, here are your rooms. Who want hugs? Me. Oh, me. I want so many hugs. I'll pass. And the tall, smiling zombie bent over and gave Zack, Zizi, and Mama Jamma a big group hug. It was really nice, and that puppy was jumping all over them and licking them, and everybody was laughing. Except for you know who. Zombie, you know it's my job to hug my family. Hey, I have a name. It's Brains, 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 but you can call me Zed. Okay, Zed. Here's your money for the rooms, and you can scram. Zack and Zizi went into their room to unpack. It was right next door to Mamma Jamma and Papa Lou's. Oh, Lou, look at this brochure about Zombria. There's so much fun stuff to do here. Fun for you, maybe. I just seem to keep embarrassing myself in front of the kids. Oh, you just gotta loosen up. Let's all do something fun together. All right, all right. What's that? Brochure of yours, say. Well, there's museums and dances and sports. Pick whatever you think's the most fun and we'll do it in the morning. The next morning, the whole family went downstairs to have breakfast with Zed and his family. Oh, sorry, here are my kids, Goo and Icky. I prefer Goo Icky's fine by me. Would you two like hugs? Sure, I'd like That sounds hug. good. Papaloo didn't like seeing his kids hug these young zombies, but he got a stern look from Mamma Jamma, and he could just hear her saying in his head, Keep that big yap closed, Papaloo. So they all sat down for breakfast. Zed's well-trained puppies sauntered in with covered trays strapped to their backs. Oh boy, I'm so hungry. Papaloo and his whole family opened their trays to reveal delicious bread and, and bacon and eggs and a glass of orange juice. But when Zed's family uncovered their trays, ugh, it was all kind of garbage and 
old cans, and I think there was a sock in there. <gasps> Pupaloo felt a little squeamish. Dad, zombies eat old food that, that humans can't, okay? Don't embarrass us. Oh, boy, I'll mm, try not to. Now I'm kind of wishing they did a brow. Pupaloo stopped at a kick from Mama Jamma under the table. After breakfast, they rushed off to the museum. Oh, I can't wait to study the brainoglyphics. I want to learn about all their advances in neuroscience. I want to jump in the brain pit. Please don't tell me this museum is... Yep, it was a museum of brains. And it was in the shape of a giant plaster brain. The kids ran around playing and exploring for hours. Popaloo just found a newspaper to read, but it was written all in brainoglyphics. Ah, jeez. Before they knew it, it was the afternoon. Oh, come on, kids. We gotta go to the dance now. Yeah. yeah. All right. You kids are gonna see your papa bust a move now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit, Lou. They hustled all the way to Horde Square, where hundreds of zombies were wandering around aimlessly, arms raised out, talking in zombie language. Brains, 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 It all went together, I don't know, sort of melodically, but it didn't sound like any music Popaloo had ever heard. Zack and Zizi were walking around in lockstep with those zombies. Even Mama Jamma picked it up before long, but Papaloo just couldn't figure out that zombie walk dance. I mean, it's just a shuffle. What kind of silly, crazy, weird dance is this anyway? Brains? Brains, brains, brains. One young lady zombie walked up to him. Brains, brains, brains. And she pointed away from the square. I'm sorry, I mean, uh, uh, brains, brains, brains. Oh, Dad, you really shouldn't have said that. Oh, fine, let's just get out of here. Your your mom said there was a the sporting event of some kind. Oh, yeah, let's go to the Zomball Stadium. Zomball. Oh, brother. Yep, in Zomball, zombies used their heads as balls, and they took turns throwing it to each other. And another zombie would use one of its legs as a bat and try to hit the head out of the park. It wasn't a very fast game, as there was a lot of zombies taking off legs and putting them back on and jumping down the baseline and reattaching heads, and sometimes they got their heads mixed up, too. Oh, this game doesn't make any sense to me. Are you kidding, honey? The Count's two brains to three heads, and the Zombria puppy huggers are leading by two tombstones. Crack! A zombie head was suddenly hit all the way into the stadium where they were seated. I got this, kids. Papaloo turned to a Zomball fan sitting next to him. Buddy, is it okay if I borrow your arms for a minute? Brains? It nodded. Fast as lightning, Papaloo popped off its two arms, jumped up into the stadium, reached up as high as he could into the air, and... Whip, caught that zombie head. The head of the Zomball player looked down and gave him a wink. 
brains. <laughs> Papaloo realized everyone in the Zomball Stadium was watching him. He thought about a chant he'd been hearing in the stadiums and... Uh, brains? The whole stadium went quiet. And then... Brains! 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 <laughs> I'm finally getting the hang of this place. Here, Zack. This head's for you. Aw, thanks, Dad. I'll keep it forever. And he stuffed the head into his backpack. <laughs> Boys, give the brains back. All right. Oh, shucks. The end. Oh, Owen, I was so excited to finally tell a zombie story. Wow! I hope you all enjoyed the story, and you call in with your own crazy questions. Remember, you can ask a what-if question by calling us at 205-605-WHAT. Tell us your name, something you like, and then ask that what-if question. And if you worried that it might take a little while to get a whole story, maybe you should call in with some other questions, like for our different characters in what-if worlds. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson, who made our great theme song, and all you kids at home who've ever met someone new or a little different and gave them the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes it can take a while to find things you have in common with new people, but if you stay patient and nice, you probably will. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Friends, are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.